Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Wednesday, October 19th in the year 2022. And I just want to reassure you before we begin, though we may not have the extreme of insanity in the news today, the world is not getting to be a better place. <laughs> it's just getting dumber. I, I have to tell you, I, I really have to say, especially with the CDC thing where they're trying to put mandate the mRNA injection into the children's cycle of injections. It's like 18 new injections or something. Any parent that is not speaking up or keeps their children in school, I'm going to be very blunt. You have now suffered through cultural retardation and that you are literally at the altar to have your child sacrifice. Get your kids out of school. I don't know how else to say it. Patriots, in this time, which is so critical, we have got a lot of looming threats to the system and a lot of looming threats to our finances. And so make sure you're taking good care and doing everything you can to preserve your wealth in a way that's solid and secure. And that's why we have the great folks at Birch Gold. Patriots, as you know, the stock market has been in absolute turmoil. And with that also comes an increase in the consumer price index. Inflation is on the rise. So if you're wondering what our illustrious leader is doing to quell the surge of inflation that's destroying American families, you know as well as I do. They're spending more money and adding more burden to the debt, effectively nothing. Don't bury your head in the sand while your savings get decimated. Do something about it. Text BARDS to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals IRAs. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text BARDS to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit from Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account and Birch Gold will help you do it. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. Check them out. Text BARDS to 989898. Again, that's BARDS to 989898. And secure your future with Birch Gold. Do it today. Yes, and get on with that one. That's a good one. All you have to do is text BARDS to 989898. Just do it. And like, bam, like magic, it appears. All right, so Patriots, here's one for you. If you didn't know this already, but... It's just more reinforcement into the corruption of the hospitals. And oh, it just gets worse all the time, I'll tell you. Why would the uh, hospitals put people on mechanical ventilators if it was increasing their deaths? What would be their incentive? They were paying them a lot of money. They were paying them $39,000 if they put them on a respirator per patient. Now, you got to realize most hospitals in the United States, particularly rural hospitals, are in deep financial trouble. They looked at that. That might get us out of uh, out of the red, the problem we had. And so they were willing to do it. So yes, we'll put everybody on a respirator and get $39,000 per patient. And then if you put them in the ICU, you got $12,000 for that just for putting them in the ICU. So, so whether they actually were needed or not, you're, you're saying that you saw evidence that people were being put on mechanical ventilators that absolutely didn't need it and that it could have contributed to their deaths. Yeah, well, what they, uh, some of the, the physicians were looking at said, this is a hypoxia, a, a lack of oxygen, uh, like we've never seen before. Said so usually people that are, are having a lot of trouble breathing are, are in a panic. If you've ever seen anybody uh, really in respiratory distress, they're in severe panic. Uh, but these people were just calm. 
could complete sentences. And they just said, I'm, I'm, I'm short of breath. And so they would give them a drug, paralyze them, and put them on a respirator and a high percentage. In some cases, 80% died. And so when they found mm-hmm. out, well, you just, you just use rapid flow oxygen, there's wide awake. And they did just fine. And Dr. McCullough found out even if their blood gas was low, if you just treated the, uh, uh, the other things associated with this, they did just fine. That there was no need to put them on a respirator. Now, we spent uh, billions of dollars uh, on respirators. We had Ford Motor Company, had the motor companies making respirators. And what did we find out? Where are these respirators now? No one's even asked, what happened to these respirators? We go to warehouses. They're stacked to the ceiling with respirators that have never been taken out of their packaging. And there was one report which found out that the respirators were sitting in the city dump, still in their wrapping cases. Uh, For those of you on that Q train, (laughs) it keeps saying the respirators are med beds. Uh, Yeah, that's not happening. Ford Motor Company was not making med beds. They were adding to our landfill waste in the name of kill patients in the hospitals. You know, Patriots, next week we have a really great week of interviews, and I'm bringing this up because we are one of the people we have that's uh, coming in next week is a really heart-wrenching story uh, of losing his daughter to the hospital protocols. And she's a, she was a Down syndrome patient, lovely young, young, lovely young girl named Grace. And this is Scott Shara. And he's going to be on the show with Vera Sharaf, who is a survivor of the Holocaust. And let me tell you, that is a moving interview. I think that'll be up on Tuesday of next week, just so you know. And then we're also having next week... Um, an interview next week with Matthew, or I'm sorry, Mitchell Gerber, who has been, he was a, a, a Christian, and he's been fighting for the, the, the rights of Fulong Gong, and he gets into some really gritty information and detail about what's been happening to the Fulong Gong movement people in China and how it's infecting our lives here. And it's all kind of a, all this is framing up to see just how this medical institutions that we're dealing with are so deeply corrupt and kind of what the master agenda is to lead us into. And then we're also having Dr. Lee Merritt on next week. Again, we're going to be talking a lot about the nano uh, synthetic biological parasite, which is what now the leading research is saying that the COVID and COVID shot is actually all about. So it's going to be a very interesting week of interviews and make sure you stay tuned for that. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Buckle your seatbelt, put on the gas. Let's go. We're about ready to rock the world with some other great spiritual warfare. Let's go. Father, as we each day come to you humbled and blessed by this time that we have in fellowship, we're just so deeply honored, so humbled and blessed with all that you've given us and how you know our heart and continue to look after each one of us. Father, in this time, it's just literally unbelievable how we continue to see the siege and the attack being waged against our children. Jesus, we just ask that you can raise that banner high, that that call in your army, that we can rally around that banner and start having the strength and the resolve to stand up more boldly in our time in our communities and to literally start putting an end to this insanity. 
We have witnessed in this time the complete apathy of parenting. Parents have stepped back as if to allow this roller coaster to go mad across our society. The parental voices that have been silenced in schools, parents are not doing enough to expunge the evil that has rested into the schools. We are seeing now this march to try to force injections into children, and we know why. We know this is all about ultimately corrupting the core DNA, the gift that you give us in in these beautiful children to corrupt the human genome to such a level that it will never be recoverable here on earth. Father, we pray for the sort of justice in a massive way. And however part and whatever part we are of that to raise us up, to speak to us boldly, to point to us where you need us to be. And most of all, We pray for the hearts to open and the ears to open and the scales to fall from the eyes to hear your words and to take the action and move in the direction that you're pointing us. There is way too much apathy in the movement, especially in those of faith, way too much acceptance that the only way this is going to be resolved is with the return of Jesus and the absolute not willing to accept the reality that we were part of this problem and through you we will work to fix this problem, but we have to raise up the armies of those that truly believe and cast out this peace-at-any-cost nonsense from the pulpit. There's been so much brainwashing taught in our churches, so much brainwashing of apathy and passivism and this idea that somehow that Jesus would... Even, even the blasphemy that Jesus would wear a mask and take an injection. Any of those pastors, any of those pulpits that speak such blasphemy, may they be shut down and may their tongues be silenced. We have an evil that's on the march that has worked within and woven itself even within Scripture. Even today, we have learned that Gavin Newsom and his derelict satanic administration in California is now quoting scripture to justify abortion, telling people to treat your neighbor as you would want to be loved and trying to use scripture to justify aborting a newborn. Father, we need the power of the hand of justice to crush this evil and whatever, again, whatever role we have, which is significant in this time and place, empower us. Let us hear. And so we also put this prayer out today, Father, for all of those that are walking with Jesus to literally begin that process of listening and reaching deep into the intimate relationship with Christ, to start having these conversations openly, to speak the power of word into the world, to be committed to the fact that Christ needs us to be bold, needs us to flip tables, not to be these little apathetic Mice that hide away and scurry away into our holes and waiting for some big, powerful hand to come in and fix the problems that we were participant in creating. Accountability, Father. We pray for accountability. Accountability for each of us. Accountability for this nation. Accountability for this world. That the people of the world, humanity, will begin to realize that we are buying into the lie of division and hate that we are accepting the narrative put out by dark and evil forces, the lizard heads of, of, of the media that are literally speaking into the world to intentionally keep us divided, flaming up emotional things, and people are listening to the emotions are not listening to their heart. 
They're being persuaded by division, being accepted by division. This has to stop. We have to stop seeing color as a reason to hate. We have to stop seeing economic position as a reason to hate. We have to stop seeing these things as a reason to divide and hate. And so we pray with all our heart and the might of what we have to start seeing ourselves as one body, one body in Christ that is walking. That with the authority of Christ in our lives, that we can heal anything. And we must begin with ourselves to go deep within to start healing those deeper wounds that are allowing this evil to come in. To breaking the contract with the evil that's settling in, that's allowing us to have convoluted sight, compromised hearing, and hatred in our hearts. Forgive us, Father. This is not as you made us. This is not as you intended us to walk, but it is what we are doing as a nation. Forgive us, Father. And in spite of the fact that we have had the sacrifice of your son, Jesus, which you have put to us on the cross, we've become so willing to just think that simply because you died on the cross, that the blood of the cross will not, it heals us and our job is over. Where did we miss the message, Father? That it's where it begins, not where it ends. That from that moment now, it is our role to disciple, to get into the world, to speak the truth of Christ, to speak the love of Jesus to heal, to cast out the demons. This is what we are intended to do. We must again reclaim that. And so we pray for the many hearts that are seeking, wondering, listening, to have that empowerment, that touch, that reminder that this is the direction we need to go. And whatever else is your blessing, Father, whatever it is that you seek us to do, may those that are walking in this time hear that. Respond to that. Don't delay, but to reach into the world and to be bold, to be mighty, to be mighty men and women of Jesus, to be mighty men and women of you, Lord. Father, guide us in these times. Protect us. Lead us in the darkest hour that we can continue to walk and bring light to darkness and continue to walk closer to you and reaffirm our strength on this land. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So uh, something just to note, and it's I'm going to talk in more detail about it tonight on Bards, F- Bards FM, but this is really a good time to start doing some housekeeping. I did it, I talked about it last night on Fishers, and I'm it was I got into the concept of kind of like detailed repentance going through your life with a scrub with a toothbrush and a microscope basically and walking through your life as you with Jesus in your prayers to find those places of hooks and anchors things that need to be unlocked some of its pain some of its just trauma events whatever and just ask Jesus to heal it ask Jesus to use the blood of the cross to heal it and to seek forgiveness for whatever it is this is so important in this time. This is a time right now. We're on the cusp of something. We all feel it. We're on the cusp of something fairly big coming. We don't know what it is. I'll, I'll put it to you like this. If whatever was coming, if these politicians that are making all these promises, and this includes every single one of them, if they had a plan that was really good for you, they would give you the details. 
but instead they give you the whitewash of big words and, and general concepts, and they don't ever tell you the details. That means it's not good for you, that they know that you wouldn't like it, but that in the end of the day they think it's good for you and it's, it's what you need rather than what we want. God doesn't work like that. We have this absolute knowledge and trust in love and Father that he knows that and he will provide us for what we need as we keep going. And we're filled with this confidence and joy as, as we walk in the path. We may not know exactly where we're going to end, but we know through that connection and his, his assurances and affirming of things in so many different ways that that path is where he needs us. So when we're looking at the world and you're saying to yourself like, whoa, look at this, we're going to make America great again, ask yourself how. When you hear America first, ask yourself what does it mean? What are the details? When you're looking around at the world and you're seeing all this horrific things going on, ask yourself why people are not saying stop the injection. When you start looking at the world and you're hearing about all this new economic turmoil or economic offerings that are coming, ask yourself, why are politicians not speaking about it? When we know that there's big tech censorship going on and it's raping and pillaging everybody's lives, ask yourself, why is it that people aren't trying to stop it? The leadership that we put in, why are they not trying to stop it? And the answer will always lead you to the same thing, because whatever that answer is, it's not to our benefit. So in this time that we're facing a significant fight of evil, and it is big, and it's, it's out in the open, and it's come out from the shadows, because when you bring it out, and out from the darkness, it's now vulnerable and it's vicious. When you corner a rabid animal, they, get, they are the most dangerous. So this is time for us to strengthen our armor. And it's a process right now to dig in deep and to start really cleaning up our, our spiritual walk with Jesus and strengthening it and strengthening our armor. And to do that, go deep. I really encourage it. This is a place where we kind of do this generic thing of, you know, I've accepted Christ and, and he died on the cross for me and my sins are forgiven. Okay, great. Now do the hard work. Do the hard work of discipling inside and outside, going deep into you, looking at your life with a fine-tooth comb, peeling it apart, walking through your life with Christ in your prayers. It will take time. This doesn't happen in one little quick prayer. It could take a week. It could take several weeks. But go through the process. I encourage you to. Because when you do this, it's exhausting. It's tiring. It's, it's a but it's so freeing and it's so refreshing because there's nothing that's in there that Christ will not forgive. Whether it's our self-image, whether it's the way you've talked to other people, whether it's something that hangs in the back of your thoughts because something you said that you regret, whether it's something more egregious that you did. But when we just blanket over the top of it and we just say, okay, everything is forgiven, we're not having that deep accountability. And right now is the time on this horizon that we're in is to start really strengthening your armor. This spiritual armor that we have is going to have to be mighty. That's the point of being mighty men and women of God. That's what we're here for. It's a wonderful time. But that begins inside of us for us to become so solid that if the enemy comes at us and you know they do and they're trying to get the whisper in your head to try to make you weak or hesitate, you've already dealt with it. 
because the blood of the cross has healed it and sealed it because you've put it before Jesus to say, Jesus, here's this item in my life I have done. Please forgive me for this and articulate it in words spoken into the world. And as we do each one of these things, it allows us to do one great thing greater than we ever imagined. It allows us to love more deeply. And as we love deep within us, we're able to bring that love into the world. And there is no evil that can withstand the mightiness of love that God gives us within. So again, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm highly recommending that you do this process. It's like a spiritual unhooking of parasites would be a way of looking at that. The cleansing of our heart in the most beautiful way. It takes a diligence. It takes a courage. But once done, it just makes life so powerful. And it's the preparation for the battle that is upon us. Because this battle is coming. It is mighty. And the mighty men of God and the mighty women of God must stand together as one. We must step aside from our division and our hatred. And the only way we're going to be able to do that is if we've dealt with it within ourselves first. And as we do, we are able to stand shoulder to shoulder, side by side, to confront this enemy and to absolutely sub subdue it without question. And that's our role until that point that Jesus comes. And when Jesus comes, I'm going to tell you, it's probably only it's going to like quadruple down to do even more of it until it's expunged. But as I've said to you many times, if I got the hotline call from God right now and he said, hey, Scott, yes, Father, Jesus is going to be there in one hour, I'd be like, all right. But here's the deal, Father. I've got, I'm busy working the work of the Lord. You're, you're calling for me. I will be there in 59 minutes and 45 seconds. And if Jesus is late, then give me a call because I'm going to go back to work. That's not insolent. That's not being disobedient. That's being dedicated to our Father. Everything we do right now is to, through the Father into the world. Father, how can I serve you better? How can I serve you greater? Oh, Jesus, guide me. Raise your banner. Let me walk. And to do that even with more mightiness and boldness, let us clean our hearts and remove the demonic parasites that sits within us. And in so doing, literally, the moment you wake and put your feet on the ground, evil trembles and screams in fear, as it must be. So patriots, I hope you have a very blessed day. Seek the glory and the mightiness of our Father. It's going to be a great time ahead. I can't wait to slay some serious evil. I'm telling you, if I find out there's a bunch of lizard heads walking around here in costumes, I am not kidding. There's no law against slaying them. That sword's coming out. I'm charging, just so I say it. All right, you got my perspective. Probably more than you wanted, but you got it anyway. Patriots, love you all. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. Matter of fact, he's moving mountains right now if we'll just listen. In the end, God will win, but we're working with him and through him. Remember, the most amazing thing about this time is God doesn't need us, but he loves us. And he loves us so much, he's bringing us back to him. And we have an opportunity to fight with him on these front lines. We're at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy, mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Barnes FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.
we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. 
We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.